Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. It's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt on the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Happy New Year. I can still say that on January 6th because we haven't seen you since last week. I know some people complain if you Happy New Year to them, if you Happy New Year them too late. You are watching the one and only Blue Shirt Underground show live here on Facebook. My name is Jim, and joining me to my right, or actually I'd have to point the opposite way. There he is. He's over on the other side tonight. The one and only Eddie Guy. Eddie, look at Sharp. Did you get a new camera, too? I like the new microphone. Did you get a new camera? Oh, I, I think it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm just It's working all on all cylinders right now. <laughs> Looking good, man. You're, you're in like 4K over there. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. I, I think I, I, I just got some uh, spray uh, cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> got lights going on behind you you got ranger got paraphernalia my let's go rangers lights that goes let's go rangers <laughs> yeah we're gonna have more stuff this is just, uh, yeah i got a lot of this stuff for christmas uh drinking nice. others, uh, you've been uh, donning the professional look and uh you know i've been looking like a gamer guy on the other end of the glass with my like logitech that. i like that microphone thing. boom you got going on there I'm looking pretty professional, even though I'm a complete amateur. <laughs> Not at podcasting, though. I would say that uh, I'm, I'm pretty well seasoned. I think I would say as all as you are as well. Good evening, everybody out in the chat room. There today is uh, Monday, January sixth. In case I didn't uh, get to that, the Rangers, woo! The Rangers, the Rangers, the Rangers, my friends. 
swept away in Western Canada, just like always, it seems like. What did I say before we left? Let's establish a winning streak. Let's right. keep this thing going. And what well, they, happens? They established a streak. Yes. You did say you did say let's you did say let's get on a winning streak, right? You didn't just say let's get on a streak. I don't know what I said, but it's just got down to <laughs> toilet sits. <laughs> I mean, uh, <clears throat> soup to nuts. This team is uh, not looked well. The the early goals. They went through this problem a couple of years ago under AV where they couldn't get through the first minute or two without giving up a goal, and, and, and now it's it's happening again. And it doesn't matter who's in goal, so it's not like I could just say, oh, Georgiev sucks the first two minutes of the game or Hank sucks the first three minutes of the game. It's both of them. I mean, was it the, uh, was it the Edmonton game? And, and forgive me, I'm going to do the best I can here. These West Coast games, I, I just I, – I've tried to watch as much as of it I could, and then I watch recaps and replays. But, but was it the Edmonton game that Edmonton scored off the the opening faceoff? Was that the Edmonton uh, game? That was pretty quick, yes. And then uh, Calgary, I think, scored uh, about four minutes into the game. The Rangers gave us a little break there; they let us get settled in on that one. I think that was about four minutes into the game, and uh, I forget what Vancouver did. It was but uh, it's too, probably. It, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, Vancouver scored a minute and a half into the game. That's right. Uh, Antoine Roussel, who has always been a thorn in the Rangers' side. I think Dominic Roussel also was a thorn in our side as a goalie. But it's funny. We're simpatico on this because I was almost going to put uh, Jeff Diamond on the task of getting a count on how many times the Rangers have given a goal in the first couple minutes. And it's funny that you were thinking of that as well. Now, let me ask you this. So let me ask you the blue show on the ground crowd out there. You, the faithful. Is this a on ice problem or is this an off ice problem? Can you really I, be prepared? Can, I mean, can a coach really? I don't know. I don't I I don't know. It just it just seems like every game there's just a confluence of events and they're giving up these early goals. Like I said, I think it was the Edmonton game where it was right it was right off the face off, wasn't it? Uh again the memory blurs that during these late <laughs> night all I just remember from the Edmonton game was horrible passing on five on threes. Uh, one by Artemi Panarin and one by uh, Tony D'Angelo. At least one of the power plays, one of those guys uh, totally screwed up and it led to two breakaway goals. Yeah, the Edmonton game was James Neal 11 seconds into the game. Yeah, I mean... And we got to talk about that Edmonton game too because that game was a complete shit show. Yeah, Down. Six nothing. I know. Six nothing, uh, and all I can think of is: Is this team actually going to top what we accomplished at the viewing party? And they came well, close. They came close. But like Vince Lombardi of- said, "Boys, you didn't lose. You just started, you ran out of time." Oh, the um, I'm getting some word from the chat room that if possible, you should turn up your mic. Okay. Are you able uh, to? Maybe I can. Yeah, I can work with that. Let's. Uh, all right. Maybe a little, a little, a little more volume out of you. 
which is which I don't think we've ever said. Eddie, you're not loud enough. I don't think yeah, we've. Right. I don't think I've said that in eleven years. How about that? That seems a little better. I'll wait for the chat room to chime in. There you go. That's a that's a, that a another first here on the Blue Shirt Underground show. In eleven years, I don't think I've ever said, Eddie, you're not loud enough. Well, I'm not being very animated, right? Animated right now, so maybe I'm just low volume, low key. Right Are you now. melancholy? Is this melancholy, Eddie? It's mel- yeah, I am melancholy after a three game losing streak. <clears throat> uh, I'm getting a little feedback on my mic. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds good to me. I can hear you okay. I don't know. Turn up your speakers wherever you're watching. Uh, wherever you're watching us, turn your speakers up. So you'll hear any better. Pro- problematic in that Edmonton there you game go. for you. I mean, fall behind six nothing in that game. We got to get. We got to get Baba Shampooy out of the. We got to get him out from under the dryer in that game. He was getting his hair did. He's getting a manicure. He's getting a hoof and paw on the bench. The next thing you know, he's got to come in and rescue uh, Alexander, the, the not-so-great. Whew. It was bad. Hank and the mop-up. And, and the first, and I can tell you, I got to give Hank, first save he made was incredible. I mean, he just, it would have been 7 nothing. Here's your first shot on goal. And he had to make a great save on it. And luckily, he stopped the bleeding. And, and Chris Kreider, uh, Got the Rangers started late in the second period with a goal. And then the Rangers scored four goals <laughs> in the third period. And, of course, when they get to 6-5, they pull the goalie. And then uh, we killed Yamamoto. <laughs> puts, the, puts the Rangers away with an empty netter. I, I'd almost rather they don't. I'd almost rather they don't pull the goalie. I think the chances are better that they're going to score without the goalie pulled. Uh, yeah, the Rangers don't do very well with the goalie pulled. But, so so they wind up losing that game 7-5, an absolute shit show. And then Calgary, you know, again, same problem. Early goal, fall behind. I think they fell behind 2-0 in that game before they, before they rallied. And ladies and gentlemen, this team sets sets another benchmark, a three on five shorthanded goal. And I was I was watching the uh, I was watching the condensed recap of that game, which is like an eight minute condensed version of the game. I did watch most of that game, but then I went back and watched the condensed game, which was the Calgary feed. And whoever whoever one of their announcers is after Goudreau scored the first goal on Hank. Oh, he says, this is really surprising. Henrik Lundqvist is one of the better goaltenders on a breakaway. I'm like, okay, so you haven't seen a Ranger game in five years. And then then it happened again on the three-on-five. The bad pass from uh, Panarin trying to hit Truba at the point. Bad pass. Another goal. Three-on-five. That's something you do in a video game. I could do that on NHL 19. Yeah. And that was just—I—it's I, got to be very disheartening when there's a goal right away. 
So I'm still want to know, is it the players' fault? Is it this, the youth of this team? Is this some kind of growing pain? I mean, is this something about the coach not getting the people in the right headspace? Is this – say now I'm probably going up in your speakers. He's ramping is up. This, is this a product that I know you hate the subject, but name a goddamn captain. Who is good? I mean, what is this? Some kind of process? We stink. Just name a captain. So you think that's the answer to all these problems? I don't huh? think it's an answer. I think it's a step <laughs> forward. Who's the leader? Follow the leader. Just Who's the leader captain. of the team that's made for you and me? M-I-K-A-Z-I, Meek has been a Jad, Meek has been. we make the playoffs to name a captain one of these? Sabin a Jad. Forever let us hold up. I'm at a loss. I just think they're very frustrated the way they lose, but I think a lot of people, and the typical suspects, the people who got the hot heads, the people who think, they know everything about hockey. This is what growing, this is what stinking is and rebuilding is. I just, I see a lot of progress. Some players, I some players I don't. I mean, I didn't really didn't expect the Rangers to make the playoffs. Give them no, a, I don't either. They lose a, a Vancouver a minute and whatever it was left in the game. Just a heartbreak. I mean, I mean, I never really thought they were going to come back and win in the Edmonton game. Edmonton stopped playing basically. Rangers crept back. All those teams are not good. Well, Vancouver is pretty good. But Calgary's been struggling. I mean, Sam couldn't get it out of his mouth fast enough about how Johnny Goudreau's been struggling, and then he scores. Right. And then all these goofballs, like you said, uh, Antoine Roussel and all these bozos come out of the woodwork with their two-goal games. James Neal with a hat trick. Uh, James Neal, who got off to a terrific start. He's been kind of quiet, and then he gets the hat trick. Before you could freaking sit down. So it was just a. I felt very deflated after the the three the three losses in a they they found a way to lose in three consecutive games. And I was very I, I was very disheartened by the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know. It, it's tough. These these games are tough. They've always been tough. No matter how good the Rangers are, they, they've always struggled with these these West Coast swings, especially the Western Canada swing has always caused them trouble. I mean, I can remember a, a couple of years ago where they swept the Western Canada swing and it was like it was like they won the cup. It was unprecedented. People were in Times Square celebrating. Yes, I mean, they always have trouble on this trip. And I, I don't have the stats in front of me. I just know up till probably before we started this show, the Rangers are a disaster on New Year's Eve. 
They should never play a game on New Year's Eve. Usually they're on the road. And they get plastered. Well, they, well, they were on New, Year, New Year's Eve. They were on the road too, right? Yeah. At 9 o'clock East Coast time, uh, who the hell's watching that game? I mean, New York. I mean, really. I mean, New York, it's New Year's Eve. People got things going on. You have a game at 9 o'clock that's not going to end until close to midnight? Midnight's kind of a big deal on New Year's Eve, isn't it? In New York, <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, right? yeah, it's a stupid thing. So they never do well. I mean, I don't have this, you know, maybe I can get Cutter on that. Give me that New Year's Eve record. Go to work, Cutsy. Go to work, Cuts. Oh, he's not He's not here. He's on a date with his sister. Oh, well. She doesn't <laughs> like his shoes, though. His shoes are off-putting. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, listen. Things get lonely up there in Kitchener. <laughs> Indeed they do. Well... Uh, I'm just glad that I'm glad they're coming home. You know, we're going to kind of bounce around here a little bit. Jeff not like our here, by the way. I know. I know. Uh, not like our usual tightly structured show that, you know, very regimented broadcast this is. Uh, the other thing that upset people in that Calgary game was Capo Caco benched at the end of the game. Rangers down by a goal and Greg Seabiscuit McKeg is on the ice. Oh, that you know how that that always gets people upset. What yeah. do you make of that? You're right with Kako getting benched, a bad penalty, he gets benched, and well, I mean, he did score a goal goal early in that game and, and right. had broken a like what 14, I don't remember, 14 game goalless streak. Or I think it was 14 was. games. That sounds yeah. right. I mean, the goal wasn't all that impressive. He kind of just shot it at the net and it went in. But you figure you give the kids some confidence. But, I mean, haven't we seen it with every stupid coach that's come and coached this team about these dopes at the end of the game who they put out? I mean, haven't we said this about Aaron Asham? Brian uh, Boyle. I used to say Brian it all the time Boyle, about Brian Boyle. Mark Stahl, Foss. I mean, I know everybody likes Foster, but really, uh, when, uh, when you're down, you don't want to see these guys. Right. And so that caused a cataclysm, cataclysmic explosion with the Ranger fan base that David Quinn is an utter buffoon. What is he doing? He's ruining the future. He loves these third, fourth line of North American guys. He doesn't he like this. He doesn't like the way you poop. He doesn't <laughs> got to be just, it, 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 Ranger Ranger Town exploded. Well, Ranger Town is always Ranger Town is always on fire about something. Yeah. It's, it's also always an arsonist running around Ranger Town. Just Have we ever had a coach with better with, with better bench meltdowns though? I mean, really, even uh, Tortorella yeah, no. wasn't this animated on the bench. With the, what the, was the thing he was the doing the other night? The fucking rabbit ears, fucking rabbit ears, fucking rabbit yeah, ears. Yeah, man, that was classic. And his that favorite, his fa his go-to line is fucking brutal. Every bad call. It's fucking brutal. Fucking brutal. And he'll say it like five times. Fucking brutal. I like he was just saying 
fuck you to the parade. <laughs> just like fucking no... brutal. Let, let me ask you this, guys. And you, Jim, of course. Do you think for a second year coach, he really has that kind of leeway to talk like that? I mean, he's won nothing in this league. If I were these refs, I would crucify him. I'd crucify his players. I would say, listen, buddy, you're a nobody. You haven't done nothing in this league. And then, of course, we get the same crew works the uh, uh, Calgary, and then it was the next night. Well, Calgary was the last game, wasn't it? No, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, we get the same crew. Wonderful. That always works out well. So you think? So you think he's? Uh, so so you think he's he's a little too? Uh, I mean, he wasn't quite this bad last year. So you you, you still think he's got to he's got to earn his he's got to make a little more bones to uh, to be yeah. throwing these kinds of fits, huh? The Rangers suck. The Rangers are a suck. I mean. They're what two games over five hundred? They're right. Look where they are in the standings, Jim. They're, the Devils are sneaking up on them. Devils are playing good hockey since they fired the uh, the hairless cat. Oh, I hate that guy. I hate the Devils. Yeah, but look at the Rangers in the standings, Jim. They're not a good team. I mean, they have flashes. And like, here's another thing: the power play, right? We got Panarin, Zibinijad, Kreider, uh, you know, maybe a smattering of Buknevich. We got Tony D. We got, uh, who's the other guy? Who plays some plays, uh, forward play the point? I don't even know what goes on. This unit can't get anything going. But the second unit comes on. They're shooting. They're not looking for the one-timer. And they're coming up with goals. I don't understand why that first unit doesn't get two power play goals a game. They look great. Control the puck. They enter the zone nicely. It's a whole thing. But it's just agonizing to watch the passing. And no one's moving. It's just chick, chick, chick. They're not moving their feet, Sam. And they're at their uh, best when they're moving their feet, Sam. It's just very annoying. And um, you know, it's just these are the aches and pains of a team that is the youngest team in the NHL. Right. We have to face that. Yeah, I, I, am I annoyed by it? Uh, sure, I'm still annoyed by it, but I'm not looking to fire anybody. I'm not saying I know Coast is going to be on here in a little while. Saying JD wants his guys in here, he wants his GM, he wants his coach. That uh, what you uh, Quinn faith, uh, favors North American players. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think. Mentally, this team is not very tough. It's very fragile. Yes, I agree with that. Even maybe even more so with Brendan Lemieux out of the lineup. A little of their moxies missing. Yeah, 
They're two and three without Mr. Lemieux. Uh, anyway, you know, he's mixing it up. I mean, it's not a devastating. Should they still be? They should be winning. They should have beaten. At least they should have won at least one game. Now they dropped three. That's that's concerning. <clears throat> and uh, I know, I know everybody. Ninety uh, percent of this fan base is on Lindy Ruff. They want Lindy Ruff fired. I don't care. Fire. They don't. They don't like That's the defensive so system. Somebody else. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what to expect when you have Mark Stahl back there, who is I don't know how old Mark Mark Stahl is thirty five or thirty six. He's slow. Slow. The guy's a warrior, but he's slow. Slow. He he's too slow for today's NHL. First of all, so you got him back there on the. You got him back there on. You got him back there, and you got Brady Shea back there. Brady Shea stinks. He's horrible. He stinks. Think of the worst giant cornerback in your lifetime, and that's Brady Shea. <laughs> that he's terrible. With a capital T. Jeremy Lincoln. For Jeremy those that Lincoln. know the for those that know the know their giants really well. He's Jeremy Lincoln back there. And don't say Elvis Patterson. It's too easy to go to. He wasn't. Elvis Patterson was better than he. Than he gets. He just got that nickname from Bill Parcells, and it stuck with him. He wasn't as bad as people think he was. But Jeremy Lincoln was bad. bad. Anyway. Anyway. I just think that. And then you take those two guys, and then you got a bunch of young dudes back there, man. I mean, he got Adam Fox in his first year. He's playing well. Tony D, he's been surprisingly good, at least from my end. Yeah, but uh, he's he's, he's another he, he's another forward that or another defenseman that's best suited that would be better off playing forward. Maybe we can uh, switch him when we uh, get rid of Brendan Lemieux one of these days. Yeah, Brendan Lemieux. We're getting rid of Brendan Lemieux Brandon now? Uh, Brendan Smith. Brendan sorry. Smith? Uh, I mean, you know, they they, they force-fed this pairing of Truba and Shea, and, and it's hurting Truba because I think Truba's overcompensating, and I think Truba's being asked to do things that he's, that he's just not. So it's not helping him to play with Brady Shea, but in turn, Truba's the one taking the fall for this. I think Truba's been fine. The guy leads the league and hits, blocks shots, and something else. What more do you want from Nick from that guy? And he said he's got six goals, six or seven goals. I mean, his production's a little bit down, but he doesn't play first line power play. I mean, you remember how fast everybody, you know, whatever people would say, Ryan McDonough. Oh, look who he's paired with. Look who he's paired with. Look who he's paired with. I think you got to say the same thing about Truba. Look who he's paired with. I mean, the Rangers wanted to force feed this this whole Shea Truba friendship thing into a first line pairing, and it doesn't work. It doesn't it's work. A good idea if that's what it's all about is that they're friends. Well, you know what I mean. You know, they just no, no, no. I'm saying I think that was the impetus in the beginning. You take your two uh, young dynamic defensemen, you, uh, you, you, and you hope that it's going to work yeah. out. They have history, and you hope it's going to work out. They played together. They know each other, but it hasn't worked. So you who do you? See. 
Like Josh I think Truba's. You can see Truba is good. <coughs> see that he is good. He's the I only like guy. I, I had no somebody. problem with Jacob Truba. But Brady Shea stinks. I mean, there's no other way to. There's no way to sugarcoat it. He's awful, putrid. What are you gonna do? You gotta march him out there unless Quinn benches him when Hayek is ready to go. Lindgren? They don't like Hayek either, the fan base. They don't like Hayek either. Hayek's no uh, good. I like they're, they're, Lindgren over Hayek. The, the, the What is it? A 20-game eval is in on Libor Hayek. Oh, yeah. Or excuse me, 32 games. He's played 32 games. The evals are in. He stinks too. And Sean McCaff makes a good point. Truba plays great on that second power play without Shea. That, that's Again, a very good point. You know, it is a good point. You know, it's a, it's a that good guy point. Should take and up journalism. He should. He should start a blog or something. Blog. And he should and he should tweet about it. He should get on that Twitter thing. Talk to people. That's that's how you grow an audience. Yes. Talk to people. Get on that Twitter, so, or as you call it, the Twitter to twatter. The Twitter to twatter. Twitter to twatter. But, but the Jim, and then the last six seven games, the goaltending's been awful. I mean, you put a garbage can in net. I mean, these guys are total garbage. These goals they're giving up. Oh, I think it hit something. No, it didn't. <laughs> the Colts had completely flubbed it. Whoever's yeah, and, in net. Yeah, and I'm 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 willing to I'm willing to put some blame on the defense, but the the goaltenders have got to got to eat some of this too. They've got to. Georgiev hasn't been good, and Hank hasn't been good. Hank was great mopping up the other night. He was great coming out of the pen in relief. So is that, that what, so? So is that is that who Hank is now? Is he is he uh, Ro, uh, Robert Gazelman? Is that, is that who Hank is now? Is he our? Uh, you know, he's he's the Randy Neiman coming in out of the pen. There's an old reference for you, Doug Sisk. Doug Risk. <laughs> That's what he's called, dude. Yeah, what? I know everybody's chomping at the bit in the chat room to talk about the big range of news from today, but we're, we're just getting, we're getting, we gotta, there, you know, getting all the rest of this out first. Got to get it all out. Got to get the poison out, Rob. Because it's it's leading there. Because you we'll got there. you got you know you knew that the, the defense was going to be suspect, but both Georgiev and Lundqvist stink. It's a joke. Come on, get it together. Somebody posted it on our Facebook group. Where the hell is Benoit Allaire? Put him in net. This guy's and, and my understanding was he doesn't he didn't travel with the team on this west west coast swing. Look what happens. Look what all falls apart. That's why Hank doesn't want to leave New York. I'm telling you. That's why he that's why he won't why exercise he that no move. He doesn't want to go play without Benny Allaire. Benoit Allaire should be like stapled to this team. Stapled to these goaltenders. <laughs> he should be horrible. He should be in one of those carry-on bags that they put poodles in under Hank and Georgiev's seats on the plane. And I mean, you got Lemieux out, high expert out, but now you really have the Rangers full complement. I mean, they're not really. 
And also, I, it's looking like if that first line doesn't get on the scoreboard, they don't win. Nobody gets on the scoreboard if they don't get on the scoreboard. Well, you had the couple, uh, the one game there with the second line, which uh, Rick Carpinello dubbed the diaper line, which I think is, listen, with all due regards to Carp, I think that is a stupid name, mostly because shit comes in diapers and piss and whatever out of you. I think that's an easily mocked line. Right. We got enough to mock with this team. Yeah. Like that stupid yeah, yeah. hashtag, play like a New Yorker. The city hasn't won a championship in 10 years. Maybe we're going to go back to marketing and come up with something better. Yeah. We haven't play had a like championship a in New York in 10 years. Why don't you just since make the, play like since a the wild card Giants, as you like to, the 10 and 6 Giants, as you like to call them. I think they were the 9 and 7 Giants, actually. <laughs> One year, well, I think one year they were nine and seven. One year they were ten and six. The wild card champions. Yeah, I just uh, <clears throat> I thought that was ill-advised. So you want you want to talk about the goaltender, the, the 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 savior, why he was brought up? I, well, yeah, I mean, for for those that uh, that didn't hear the news, uh, Igor Shestyorkin. Shestjurkin, Shestjurkin, Shesterkin, Worcestershuster, Worcestershuster, like Bugs Bunny used to say, uh, has been summoned. He's escaped. Oh. He's been freed. The feet, like a <laughs> phoenix rising out of Hartford. Right. Martin Luther King's birthday is in two weeks. We could say it. Free at last. Free at last. Free at Great last. God Almighty, we are free at last. Igor comes to town tomorrow night. He is called up from Hartford. And what is his reward? To face the Colorado Avalanche. Hey, here's Nathan McKinnon. Right. The 25 and 13. <laughs> Colorado Avalanche. What? So what what is your feeling on this whole thing? First of all, do you think these sicknesses and these ailments by the goaltenders is real or it's just subterfuge for some other our our Miss Dancing Larry Brooks reported on Twitter that this is not is not a health related call up. This has nothing to do with anyone's call up or anyone's really? health. Really? It's what he says. It's what he says. Wow. Because you know there was all kinds of speculation, but you know Baba's got fluey, right? Baba chewy, Baba chewy. There was a Baba get a tissuey, or I don't know. There were a whole bunch of go- he's got the mumps. <laughs> I mean, that was another one going around. So I don't know. It's it's so, Doug Sotart, Wayne Thomas, and Steve it. Baker <laughs> all over I again. Not, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I was a doubting Thomas, Wayne <laughs> Thomas on this. Doubting I, thought, Thomas. <laughs> I thought they were going to not go this route. Okay. Fans at home, in the I, chat room, people I, who are I watching mean, this on YouTube, what is the deal? What is the... What is behind this move? Hold on. Matt Brown is saying that the Live app is not working. 
All right. Uh, well, just that he's trying to call in and the BeLive app isn't working. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. If the BeLive app isn't working, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how you get in. Coast is in, so it had to be working for somebody. Try and click the link I just put in the uh, in the chat again. See if maybe MSG took over B Live. So, I think is this is this I just think spark the team. It could be, uh, and look, let's face it: you got two goaltenders with goals against over three. You got to try something. I mean, this is not this is not 1978, where the goals against over three, and hey, that's pretty good. No, it's you know, fake. right? Now your goals, now the goals against the I don't know what the average is in the league, but it's got to be around two and a half. I mean, you know, you, you can't back in the Baba. back in the I, day. It's like he's got a no movement clause; he's not going anywhere. Back in the day, if your backup goaltender had a goals against under four, you were thrilled. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's really go look at you the could numbers. Have a career, yeah, you could have a career. Yeah, go look at the numbers. I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Go, go look at some of the backup goaltenders back in the '70s and '80s. Go look at Wayne Thomas's numbers with the Rangers, or or uh, or Doug Sotart. Oh, see, Matt Brown got in. There you are. I see you, Matt. He said, "Maybe I'm dumb." We've considered that. (laughs) Oh, Paul Slyka was joking. Grimsal. About what? Oh, 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 oh. Trade hack. Now, they're going to move Georgiev. What are you going to get for at this point? That's what I'm saying. What are you going to get? For what? Everybody's, uh, you know, that's everybody. Three weeks ago. What are you going to trade him for? Three weeks ago, you couldn't trade him. He's he's a backup. I'm telling you, we talked about this. You and I talked about this last week. I, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a guy that could be a number one. I think he's a guy that's a nice backup, but if he plays too many games in a row, I think he gets exposed. I don't think he's. I don't think he's as good as Anti Ranto or or Cameron Fitzgerald yeah. Talbot, who beat Hank the other night. By the way, I'm sure Sean McCaff would like me to mention that that the great Cambino. I miss Cam Talbot on this team. The great Cambino, the Huntsville Hammer, the Alabama Slammer. That's right. He's a sieve, too. (laughs) It's because he's not playing for Benny anymore. I'm telling you. Guy's the goalie whisperer. The guy went to a couple teams, I think. He's like, like, I don't know. Well, how come it's not working for Georgiev? I think Georgiev is good as a backup. I just think he's going to have a couple (laughs) He's not going to be like steady every game. Like I think Cam Talbot was as a ranger. He's going to have some bad games. I just think I, I think if you're I think if you're sitting there thinking that they can trade Georgiev and get a haul for him, it ain't going to happen. I I'd be very surprised. A third rounder. That probably and a and a and a mucking you know fourth liner who's making too much money that somebody just wants to get rid of. I don't think you're getting anything of value, real value. Rebuild value, and then don't we have to factor in the fact the the fact that Chesterkin now doesn't he turn a pro if he plays a certain amount of NHL games? Like, no, he's a pro, but I mean, doesn't 
uh, he burned a year of his ELC if he's up here for more than like 10 games or some crapola? Um, I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm not the guy to ask on these contract things. The chat room will know. Our chat guys always know. Rock's here. Could the great Rock oh, is wow. here. And thanks to wow. Rock, I am, thanks to Rock, Jen and I are going to the game on, uh, on uh, January 31st, Madison Square Garden. Rangers taking on the Red Wings. I purchased Rock's tickets. Very good. So thank you, Rock. Be Jen a, was very excited. A lot of talent. That was her, that was, that that Red was, Wings team. That was her birthday present. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. That team is she's just hoping Lemieux is, is back by then. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, she wants to wear her new jersey and. Me, I you know I'll wear my Hedberg jersey, so it don't matter, <laughs> you know. Right. But she wants to, you know, you, you don't want to wear the jersey to the game if the guy's not playing. But takes a little something still, out of it, you know. People give her her props, though. Of the course. We'll say you got a good jersey there. Um. Uh, so it's it'll be interesting to see what goes down. I I predict the Ranger win. Or Better be. Against Detroit, that's a home and home that weekend too. That ought to be a clean sweep. And uh, speaking of scheduling quirks, do you see this this schedule the Rangers got coming up here, where they they haven't played? They're going to play the Islanders three times in four games. I haven't checked out this month's schedule yet. Usually, I have it posted on my computer, but I haven't gotten the. Uh, they play paper yet. Colorado, Jersey, and St. Louis this week. And and if you can't see them losing all three of those games, you haven't been paying attention. Then they got then they got the Islanders Monday night at the Garden. Then they're at Nassau Coliseum. You know, spin the wheel. Where do the Islanders play next week? They're at Nassau Coliseum next week, Thursday night. Then they play Columbus over the weekend, and then it's another game at, at the Garden against the Islanders. And then it might be the All Star. I think after that is the All Star break. I think. Yeah, it looks like it, because then they're off for a week and a half until they come back to play Detroit. Uh, These imbeciles that make up this freaking schedule. If they don't, if they don't figure this out, this could this could get ugly. I mean, this is this is no slouches coming in here. I mean, I know the Islanders are struggling, but uh, you know, I don't don't know if anybody's paid attention the last five years. The Rangers don't play very well against the Islanders. They certainly don't, and uh, they've got a you know they're slumping a little bit, but they've got a good team and uh, they're well coached. But uh, I like how the fact they're like oh, you know what, Chesterkin, we're throwing you right into the fire, baptism right. by fire. Right. Listen, I hope the kid could spark something, but you know the Rangers give up a lot of high quality chances, and I don't care who, what goalie, who you got in there. I mean, I would have loved to see Lundqvist stop one of those breakaways, but those days are gone. And the right. Edmonton game. Those right. days are gone. Uh, although the Calgary announcer still thinks he's really good on breakaways. He must have right. watched last year's All-Star game. <laughs> that was about yeah, that the only time be. I've seen him that stop could be. anybody in close. Now, before we get we – got, we got Costa and Matt Brown warming up in the bullpen here, and I just want to ask you – because there seems to be, you know, again, Ryan Strom is is a hot button topic with the with Ranger fans, as is Chris Kreider. Uh, you know, 
people want to they don't want to give Ryan Strom the big contract that everybody seems to think he wants. And they want to trade Kreider, which I, Kreider I understand. Strom I'm a little more inclined to 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 hold on to. Uh, people you know the thinking is okay, he he's only got these inflated numbers because of Panarin. But I still think that Strom has played pretty well. And I and I just think at some point you got to start sell you got to stop selling off guys, don't you? I mean, don't you have to have some guys on this team that aren't twenty one years old? It's a good point. I mean, um, I mean, I'm not saying Strom goes. I mean, you say Strom goes to Dallas. Do you think he's going to do as the same as well? Let me go. If he plays to the wild, do you think Ryan Strom is going to be with Ryan Strom? I like Ryan Strom. Well, I mean, we got That's 40 points out of Ryan Strom last year with no Panarin. I mean, I'm not arguing the fact that he's yeah. not a good hockey player. I'm not I'm not there with that, that it's all because of Panarin. But it depends on what he's looking for. Right. I know, uh, he's got to also realize that his career really has been resuscitated by the New York Rangers. There should be right. some kind of allegiance, but then again, uh, this is 2020 um, or 2020, as Barbara Walters calls it. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, if he gets silly with his demands, come on. We could, we, we the, the organization could survive losing Ryan Strom. If it's silly, Kreider, on the other hand, can get you something. Right. And to me, I know a lot of people like him out there. Uh, I, I, I seen his ceiling. I seen how good he's going to do. Now he, you know, he may do better elsewhere, but I'm not going to be following that. Just like I'm not following, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Anthony Duclair and his 21 goals. You notice I know how many goals he has, by the way. Just like I'm not following uh, Ryan Grays, who we'll get to see tomorrow there. Uh, just like I'm not going to be following uh, Nemestikov or Kevin Shattenkirk, like all these other idiots do. I don't care. You're out of the sweater. I don't care. But as far as Chris Kreider goes, I think he can get something. But you're right, Jim. There's got to come to a point. This whole thing's got to come to a point where they say, enough. we got to get hockey players in here and stop with the draft picks and this and that and all that stuff. But we still got guys coming. You know, we got Keandre Miller's coming. He'll probably be ready when Stoll gets the uh, heave-ho. And uh, hopefully somebody... Somehow Brady Shea is not on this team. We got some guys coming. Matt Robertson, the second round pick from last year that they're very, very high on. Uh he's coming. Yeah. Uh, the other the uh players in here too. Rykoff, right? Rykoff. Igor Rykoff. Uh Niels Lundqvist, who played uh, in the World Juniors, which I didn't see any of. Uh I was remiss in my duties as a hockey fan, but there's a lot going on. But uh, it's uh, it's just a wait and see. But you're right. There's going to have to 
come to a point where we're going to have to keep guys, get hockey guys, instead of trading them away for just picks. Right. I mean, you know, I just think that there's some guys that they should just hold on to. And now I'm not saying that they got to have Ryan Strom at all costs. Obviously, there's got to be a limit. You know, I don't know what kind of deal he's looking for. You know, if he's looking for, you know, if they can get him at, on a three-year deal for reasonable money, then I, I don't see why, because you could always trade him next year. But, again, I think I think he's he's played well. I think he likes, you know, he likes playing for Quinn. And like you said, they've resuscitated his career. This guy was no place. It was over. Remember everybody at the beginning of the season, and including um, that one gentleman we had on from NHL Network. What was his name? Dan Rosen. Dan Rosen. Joe Cutroni's friend. Uh, all said, how are the Rangers going to win with Ryan Strom as their second-line center? That was their Achilles heel, the centerized position. Right. And I think, for the most part, the center ice, I mean, Heedle's played pretty well. Uh, yeah, I think he has. Uh, he's certainly second-year player. He's got nine or ten goals. That's cert- uh, What is he, 19? I forget to listen to the broadcast when they remind <laughs> me every 30 seconds. But you got a young kid. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's progressing. So, yes, Ryan Strom was thought to be uh, headed out the door. Like, oh, boy. It's a real spare part. So as long as it doesn't get silly. And then when you got Tony D'Angelo, who there's a lot of people want to keep him, and the Rangers were squeezed against the cap. They had, they got Truba and they got Panarin, and it might hurt them in the end because they have some young players and they have some got some assets that uh, had good seasons with them. So Personally, I'm hoping Tony D'Angelo gets a 10-year contract. 10 years. You really want to lock him up for 10 years? I just, wanna, I just want to, I just want to, I want the, the, these left wing nut jobs that refuse no, to root for him. Why are you letting politics? Root I just want them pissed off. The, I want them. I want them angry. Know, I want, no, I want always them always hollering about something. I, you know, I hate fucking politics. I, I really, I just can't. It crosses over everything. It just. I just like. Everything. I just like seeing people pissed off. I like. I like people being I angry. That. I like, I like the discourse. Tweak. I like the. I like to see people tweaked and people triggered and all that stuff. Exactly. But I'm not rooting for a player or against a player because of his politics. I know you're That's on Twitter. Another... You like to see people explode and melt right. down and all that stuff. That's fine. That's all. I like. So, right. Give. Of... Give him the C. <laughs> it's just uh, it's the last bastion I have of no politic talk. Let's just, you know, let's who cares? I like that Tony D. He goes after all the people on Twitter and all stuff. That's fine. I think these know-it-alls need to be poked in the eyes and and and, and talked down to. Just I thought it was funny like- yesterday. Speaking of him on Twitter, he was you know he's an Eagles fan. And he was tweeting about how bad the NFL referees are. I responded to him and I said they're just as bad in your league. I don't think he I don't know if he I don't know if he he didn't comment on it. I know that. I don't know if he even acknowledged it. But officiating is bad in every sport. 
I don't know what happened. People got stupider. And, and in general, people have gotten stupider. Agendas. Oh, agendas, my friend. By the way, uh, Peter Peter Laviolette has been fired. Fired. By the Preds? By, by the Predators, yes. Wow. That's a shocker. Yes, sir. I know they haven't been doing well. However, they did beat the Rangers, didn't they, as I remember? Oh, no, they lost. What was the score of that Predator game? Oh, yeah. They, uh, let me see. They beat the Predators, didn't they? Or did they lo- Five two, they lost to the Predators. I thought they, I think they beat them earlier in the season. Right. So Laviolette, former New York Ranger defenseman, I was at, I think, the, one of the four games or two games he pay, played at the Garden, gave away the puck, and it caused the Rangers a goal. And I don't think he ever played for the Rangers again. Will the Ranger fans be screaming, "Get Laviolette"? I don't think so. And then so also, uh, somebody brought up the Pavel Buknevich, who all of a sudden has become a, a pariah among some Ranger fans. I'm seeing Stinknevich, Puknevich. A lot of Ranger fans have done a 360 with this guy. What do you think about him? What kind of haul can we get for him? Not much. You're not getting much for him either. Trade everyone, fire everyone. That's basically what this stuff. Everybody knows best. Everybody knows <laughs> best for Capo Caco. Can't he just be struggling? Does it really have to be the coach? And I know people who absolutely hate David Quinn. Oh yeah. How could you? How could you hate him like already? Last yeah. season was a complete catastrophe. And this year, he's got some young guys. Uh, what did you expect? You want Kako to play 25 minutes? You think that's going to make him score goals? I don't know. It drives me crazy. They're the same fans that would be bitching if they if they had 28 wins right now that they were screwing up their draft pick. I don't know who they think could coach this team right now. I don't know. They hate every coach. They couldn't wait to get AV out of here. They can't wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you missed those Stanley Cup uh, appearances now. <laughs> well, like I said with Butchnevich, how many how many coaches do we have to do we have to hire before one's going to get through to this guy on a nightly basis? Has let me ask you this, and I'll also ask the underground this: Has Quinn been as active in benching players who are slumping than last year? Is he been I as think, active? I think more so. Really? I think so. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering, as Roger Clemens once oh. said. But it seems to me that more players are being benched this year. In game or riding the pine? Like, in game. In game. In game. Right. 
but he's also working with more young players this year. So he's, you know, I think maybe he's trying to nip some stuff in the bud here before it gets out of hand. Okay. I could be wrong. I could be way no, off on that. I think but... that's been happening. So. All right. You want to get to these? Uh... Yeah. You want to talk to Matt first? Yeah. Let's since talk we to haven't Matt talked to Matt. All right. That's Matt Brown. Matt Brown, I'm sorry. What's up, Matt? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good. How are you, hey, Matt? Doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I wanted to try to call in. I haven't called in in a while because I've uh, got a new job, so I'm kind of getting used to a new schedule here. So, well, uh, congratulations on a new uh, job. Is it in the same field? Is it? Uh... It's uh, well. It's in marketing, so I was in sales, so I finally got a, went to school for marketing, so I got a job as a marketing manager for a new company. So Marketing, so, super, yeah. super. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that nice? I've always wanted to say that to somebody. I, could, I From planes, trains, and automobiles, I've never been able to oh, do yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. So what line of work are you in, Neil Page? Marketing, marketing, <laughs> super, super. Oh, isn't that nice? Uh, congrats on the new job. I, I like you. the fact that I like the fact that Matt – comes on with a he's got a background going here he, he's like yes he's oh, like yeah, put his own the, little uh, studio together here to come on the, the show uh, it's the new rangers man cave re- newly redone so oh very nice oh, very trying cool. to i'm watching the islanders game to see what they're doing right now just because i figured the score? While i was waiting like, zero 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 right now unlike cutter who comes on and it looks like he's in a he's in a cave in calcutta <laughs> tr- yeah. trying to escape it's like he's in a panic room or something <laughs> like like saw that's it it's like he's yeah, in one of those yeah. rooms from the movie saw anyway so what's on your mind matt um you know i've just um you know i was calling in to kind of get a gauge on uh where you guys stood on a couple of things i mean obviously there's some things that are on my mind are you know coming up the trade deadline the big one right so i mean I'm, I'm just hoping that they don't uh you know i'm hoping that they make the right moves and they don't make the wrong moves and getting rid of guys that they really shouldn't get rid of like you guys were talking about strom i just I don't see I don't see the benefit of getting rid of him right now, like you were saying. I really don't. I don't see how trading a guy who's playing well just because he's playing well, Panarin isn't a reason to trade somebody. That's like that's like coming from like the Penguins saying, hey, you know, we should get rid of Gensel because he's playing well only because he's with Crosby. I mean, that kid's a stud. You would never trade that kid just because he's playing with a guy who's better and makes him better. That's not a reason to trade somebody. So I don't see that that argument. Um, I would say. You know, you get him into the following year and see what he wants as far as contract goes. And if he wants too much money, then, you know, then he's got to move on. But if he's – if you can afford the guy, then keep him on. I mean, yeah, obviously something's working there. So um, – but on the other hand, um, I, I'm i getting so sick of watching Brady Shea <laughs> play defense for this team. I am, like, so fucking over it. <laughs> sorry for the – sorry yeah, for the upside, but it's gotten to that point. You know what but, I mean? I mean like, it's just, he's frustrating. Old, man. It's old to watch. Over the t- when they go over the tape, they see that what Shea is doing out there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, you know, I never, never played at a pro level. I played, you know, for 15 years, just up through, you know, college and stuff. And you can, I mean, you don't, it doesn't take someone to be a genius to watch that defensive play and say, listen, this guy's out of position. He's, he's not back checking. He's constantly letting guys slip through the seam and get to the, to the slot and just have wide open chances and, you know, missing pucks and overskating pucks in the corner. It's just, He's got to go. I mean, you're paying way too much money for that with the guys they got in the uh, in the hopper through Keandre Miller and what is it, Niels Lundqvist, his name. Um, you know, you got you got room to play with. So I would say getting rid of him would be a priority, in my opinion. But... 
I don't know. Yeah. What do I, I just know? don't know who's going to take on that contract. I know. That's the thing. But you could probably find a team that, you know, is maybe lacking in defense more, you know, more than we are. Because I don't really think that we're hurting defensively as we were in the past. So you could probably find a team that would, uh, that would take that on. We'll see. Well, you mentioned Chris Kreider. What are your feelings on him right now? Um, he's playing better than he was in the beginning of the season, I'd say, but I still think he, there's really not a choice. You've got to get rid of him at the deadline. I mean, it's either that or what? He's a free agent, right? So if they don't get rid of him at the deadline, they lose him for nothing, right? Right. right. Yeah, so I mean, you got – I feel like you have to get something for him. You can't take nothing on that guy. He's been with the – you know, as much as it – you know, I, I like Kreider and everything, but there's no denying he's going downhill. I mean, he's not he's, – oh, he's not going downhill. I, I guess that's a little harsh. I mean, he's just not – He's not going to be worth what you'll have to pay him if you sign him to an extension. By the end of that term, you're going to be getting negative returns on it, in my opinion. You're not going to get what you're paying him. So He's peaked is what you're saying. Yeah, he's peaked. He's on the downward part of his, uh, of his, uh, now of his career. Now he's been rumored so. to go to Boston. Uh, Bruins. That I don't want to see because I don't want to trade within, <laughs> within division. Just watch this guy. Or not division, but, you know, we're going to play the Bruins and he's just going to smoke us every fucking game. So, <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, I, nope. I'm, uh, I've advanced in my range of fandom that I don't care anymore. But yeah, Chris <laughs> Kreider, I know he's going to score or whatever. Uh, but well, the, uh, yeah. But I, I really don't know what his value is at this point. But I, I do think that – I would say, Matt, I think the league does think he's better than we know. Do you know what I mean? I agree. I think – I mean – I would say that you could prop maybe – I don't want to say you get a first-round pick, though. I don't know if that's the case. I feel like that's a stretch. Well, I feel like maybe for, maybe a second-round pick and a, and a couple prospects or a prospect and a second-round pick. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't really know what the market is for Chris Kreider, but I guess if it's a team that's actually got a chance to go to the playoffs and make a run, you could use a guy like that on your, on your second <laughs> or third line, I guess. Maybe some team be willing to give it up if they have enough, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's just one. Of, I think mean, I don't. going to be no looking idea, for honestly. scoring, and they're going to say, you know, this guy's got blazing speeds. He's he's big. He gets in front of the net. Yep. Uh, you know, Chris does have some talent. There's no doubt about it. He just cannot finish. No, he can't and finish. That's his problem. It's it's kind of like the opposite of uh, it's kind of like Hank. You know, he can't stop breakaways anymore. Chris Kreider can't score on breakaways anymore. So you're getting <laughs> that picture. <laughs> I will say that. Have you guys ever seen the video of Chris Kreider jumping out of the pool from the shop in the shallow? Have you guys ever seen that video of him when he first entered the league? Yes. He he jumps clean out of the pool from the shallow end of a of a freaking pool. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy's a freak amazing. athlete, but I just you know he's just not a. I don't think he's worth keeping to sign to an extension you know what i mean so i would say he's got to go did you ever see the video of brian boyle jumping in the kiddie pool and almost drowning oh my God. <laughs> that'd be entertaining Rocket saying that Kreider may be one of the best available forwards at the trading deadline and probably could be a goner or something maybe uh, maybe in the kit of a first round pick like you suggested that'd be great that would be great Trade him to Boston. Five pieces back for him, oh. like they did for Nash. Oh, hey, cat. a cat sighting. Looks like my cat. Yeah, Aria. <laughs> is that a, a tuxedo cat? She is, yeah. Yeah, so is mine. Yeah. 
How's the yep. temperament on uh, Aria? She's awesome, man. She's so friendly. Oh, she she just hangs out. And then we got another one named Sansa, and she just doesn't want to be around anybody. So uh, kind of fits the bill. Game of, game of Thrones <laughs> of fans over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so Criders Hall, oh, that seems to be the word of the day, Hall. Uh, yeah. So you, you're, you're Neon Strom. Neon Strom. Yay on Kreider. Uh, yay on Shafe, if some miracle happens. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Matt. Uh, what do you think is behind this Shesterkin, uh, Shesterkin uh, call-up? Do you think this is a... I don't, I don't know. I saw, so I saw one article, and I, I don't really know because there's so many freaking articles out there, as you guys know, but I saw one article that said something along the lines of he was being brought up because, obviously, um, Blunkwist had a flu. So they didn't know how long that was going to last, but they were bringing him up. And then I saw another article saying that, well, now I know that Lundqvist is, is going to be backing up Sister and, and Yurgiev staying out. So uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, if, if that's the case, I mean, it could be possible that they're getting offers or they're, they're in the process shopping Yurgiev and trying to make sure that he stays healthy. I mean, it wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say sense. that's. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's improbable. I mean, it, it could be smart on their part. Maybe they're fielding offers and they don't want him to get hurt. Because they're not going to yeah. keep – I don't think they're going to keep Georgiev and trade. That's not going to happen. He's not – Lundqvist isn't going anywhere. It's just realistic. He's not going anywhere. And, you know, some for Georgiev, which I think could be – I don't know if it's going to be maybe a second-round, third-round pick. I don't know. But Igor I, – I so, so I got to see Hartford come to Syracuse to play the crunch. And I was so pissed because Igor didn't play. Um, oh. They played their, They played Huska. Huska. I really didn't get to see him play. Yeah, but I did get a um, <laughs> a friend of mine went down and got me a autograph from Igor Sisterkin during the intermission cool. on this like on this piece of it was on the back of a ticket. So I mean I have it, but I don't really know. It's not that crazy. It's not like it was on a jersey yeah. or anything. But never know what what Sisterkin could turn into. I mean this kid. Right. Is yeah. I mean in the AHL. I mean been lights out everywhere he's played yeah sure i mean it's an adjustment period but i'm excited for tomorrow up, night maybe they're gonna want him to get up in the benoit last tutelage maybe that's the whole plan and i think yeah. i think what matt said is what's gonna happen i guess see i see georgie boy is gonna be moved very soon yeah i mean that that's what i mean when i first saw it and i saw that um Lundquist was out i thought i didn't think anything of it because i thought they're just bringing him up but then when i saw I think it was Larry Brooks, and again, I don't. I mean, I take everything that Larry Brooks kind of says with a grain of salt. But if if that's the case, and Lundqvist is backing him up, then why would why would Georgiev be sitting out? I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a fair deduction. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, that's what do you guys think? I mean, do you guys. What do I think? I yeah. You've convinced me that what you're thinking is now what I'm thinking. I don't know what Jim is thinking, though. Well, you know, again, I don't. That probably makes as much sense as anything that maybe they're just they're trying to trade Georgiev, and maybe they don't want him to get hurt, or maybe they just want to get a look at Chesterkin up here with with Benoit Lair, or maybe it's just because the goaltending hasn't been great lately. So let's see if we shot, shake yeah. things up a little bit. Yeah, but, that could be too. Here's 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 my question. If this is if this is a long term call up, does it does it benefit does it benefit Shesterkin to be here and play 
20 games the rest of the season? Or is it better for him to be in Hartford as the full-time starter? What's more valuable to his well, career well, I and his advancement? Thinking, okay. Well, I think the thinking is by some fans that they don't want him to jump shit, uh, ship to the KHL next year like Kravtsoft did. So well, they want to kind of stay, they kind of want to soothe him. Right. Say Keep get him, him happy. to Madison Square Garden, right. New York City, maybe, you know, get him that little little flavor of that so it, it, it he knows what the future is like. You know. Yeah. And kind of so that I think that might come into play as well. Uh Mr. French made a great joke about Adam Husker. That it, how did Husker do? Uh, when you saw him, Matt. Well, they actually got I get it. really bad by the crunch. <laughs> really? Yeah, they lost well, by like three goals. I mean, but at the, at the same time, it wasn't because uh, I don't think it was because of Hoska. They just had a bad defensive game. Yeah, I mean, he was he made some great saves too, but he got lit up. I mean, I think <laughs> they put over thirty five shots on him. So, okay. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. But Syracuse is uh, who's uh, affiliate? Ottawa. Uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah, so there's, for some reason, there's a ton of uh, Tampa Bay fans here in Syracuse because of that. So it's kind of weird because I've always, I've always wished that the Rangers affiliate would be a, the Syracuse team just because it makes sense. It's, it's closer. But unfortunately, that's not the case because that would be great to be able to watch all these prospects come up through. But, uh, that's the love it when they were in Binghamton. Way yeah. When. That was great to go to the games and see those guys once in a while. Yeah. So unfortunately, nowhere nearby, but. That's okay. Plus, you got the Syracuse Mets right there. That could just Syracuse could just be the <laughs> the hub of minor league yeah, New York minor league sports. Syracuse Mets games, yeah. I'm not a huge baseball fan myself, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's actually it's been great though. I mean they've been they've had more people at those games than they have in a while since that happened. So, I mean, I grew up in a Yankees household, but never really followed it that much. So, but. A lot of a lot of newborn Mets fans around here now. <clears throat> All right, Matt, I'm sorry. Apolo- your, your, Wait, see them oh. apologize to them, please. All right. <laughs> yeah. Was that the cat? Did the cat just yeah, start? Yeah, by? Yeah. Dude, she she's going nuts right now. She's like, "What nice. is going on right now?" So, but you look like uh, Panarin on a breakaway there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take All right, care, Matt. Matt. Cool, Thanks guys. for checking in. Bro. We'll yeah, talk to you soon. It. We'll talk take to you guys care. later. Bye. Bye. Great Matt Brown. Matt Brown. Great job. The uh, link is in the chat if you want to come on. You just got to have the BeLive app installed on your mobile device. And you can just click the link and sign right in. You can do it with Android or Apple. I've posted the link a couple of times. If Cutter can do it, you can do it. That's right. That's the way. Oh, see, look. See, that microphone. Listen to that. You sound very uh, up all night with Eddie Geik. Up all night with Eddie Geik. <laughs> hey, everybody. Go ahead, Seattle. Tonight, I'm listening. Go. Tonight, we have some special music by Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> For you, uh, what do you call them? Parakeets? Whatever they call them. Parrot heads. Some special Parrot music heads. by Jimmy Buffett. Here's a song about the beach. Cheeseburger in Paradise here on WLIW. <laughs> See, I guess I, I should be talking closer to the mic, but I kind of like 
relax. You sound like Meg, like uh, Allison Steele. That's who I was trying to think of. Uh, she always had that. She had that. Like she was speaking really close to the microphone. Are you she saying I sound like a girl? No, you just had that. Oh, it's 2020. All bets are off now. I'm just saying. Yeah, she really. Was, she always sounded like she was speaking really close to the microphone and very soothing. And it was just there was like no other. Hard to explain, but that's just what I it could go me. gender fluid on everybody. There you go. All right, what Ed, else we got, Robin? Edwina. Speaking of gender fluid, what better time to bring in Costa? There he is. Here he comes, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only. The champ. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Undefeated. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, that's a uh, a vat of soda. <laughs> Don't worry, I enjoy soda like that as well. That's just to go bucket. <laughs> so, anyways, um, by the way, if we're going to talk about soda, I gotta I gotta interject something here. Okay. So okay. we're we're coming home from from the airport the other night. Uh, and I wanted a soda, and we stopped at a Circle K. And if you're not, if you're Something not, foot, Circle K is like circle. Wawa. It's like you know they're popular in Florida and they're popular in Arizona and in the West. And there's a few of them sprinkled around the Northeast. Well, they have really good fountain soda, and they sell a 44 ounce. They call it a Polar Pop, and it's only it's only 99 cents. It's the best That's deal. A good deal. So we stop at Circle K. I'm all excited because I'm just super thirsty. And I go in, I fill up the, get the Diet Coke, pay for it, get outside, unwrap my straw. It's a fucking paper straw, which only changes the taste of the soda. So now Jen's like, Jesus Christ, now what? You're going to start carrying around your own straws? And I'm like, you know what? If that's what I got to fucking do in this world, I'm going to do it. So screw well, you and your paper straws, you goddamn in a styrofoam cup, though. Right? Jen goes, Jen goes, do you realize the irony that you're it's a styrofoam cup, but they gotta give you a goddamn paper straw? Really? Well, can I add this? Uh I have been complaining about this for a while. Uh it doesn't taste the doesn't change the taste, but the the feeling around your lips it's it's awkward right it doesn't it's, it's, feel it doesn't right. feel right right like see i've got even in my bubba keg that i drink my soda from at home i've got a plastic straw i go in a, i go in a quick check they got the nice big wide straws and i just steal right. a handful of them and i bring them home but i will tell yeah, you I, ran, full of them upstairs. I ran into a paper straw that i liked really at wendy's uh. I went to Wendy's and it was a paper straw, but it had a texture on the outside. Yeah. That didn't feel awkward. And it was weird because the lady behind me said to the manager, I hate paper straws, but these paper straws, they feel right. (laughs) (laughs) They feel right. And I've been trying to talk about. Okay, and I've been trying to talk. There's another thing while we're talking about pop culture, or whatever, and, and we'll get to you, Costa. I get it. Soda. Pop culture. We're talking about yeah, soda. Pop. Yeah. All right. Here's another thing. Uh, I've been waiting to talk about this since Thanksgiving on this show. Oh, oh, oh boy. 
but it's nothing really big. But you know how like everybody said they're not going to talk about politics over the holidays and all that stuff. So in my family, we argued about a totally different subject, <laughs> which is March of the Wooden Soldiers with Oliver, uh, Ol- Oliver, Hardy, Lowell, with Hardy. Oliver Hardy, Lowell and Hardy. Yeah, Jen's favorite Wait. holiday movie. Fucking sucks. It's the worst piece of crap that was ever made. It's got this creepy old dude who wants to have sex with a 14-year-old Goldilocks or whatever she is. It's got creepy little bears. It's a musical. It sucks. If I'm anywhere near you in the holidays, that better not be on. You two are going to have a conversation at the next viewing party. It's terrible. (laughs) And she she usually likes I I don't know. You have to ask. It goes on my mother always watched it too. It's it it's not my favorite, but you know, because I like Laurel and Hardy, so you know it's not my favorite Laurel and Hardy. I mean uh but uh, when I was a kid. Christmas Day, I couldn't wait to sit in front of the TV, watch a Godzilla marathon, whatever <laughs> they had. That was Thanksgiving they did that, the day after Thanksgiving. Day they did it. I had a free day. I was <laughs> up early. I wanted to watch something. I turned on PIX Channel 11. What do they got? This March of the Wooden, wooden Soldier shit for fucking four hours. With, with the with the commercials that ran like four hours an all day affair, I hate it. I despise it. I would burn the film that it was on if it was in front of me. Channel nine on uh, old days on Thanksgiving they would show Mighty Joe Young and the original King Kong, and an all day Friday would be Godzilla movies. Godzilla versus Mothra, Godzilla versus the Sea Monster, and then Godzilla versus King Kong. It ruins my Christmas. They still play that damn thing. March of the Wooden Soldiers ruins your Christmas, really? The Bogeyman? The Bogeyman ruins your Christmas? Half the family wants to watch it, and half the family hates it. We All we do is argue. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, so what what is your favorite Christmas movie? What's the one every year you got to watch it? Or do you not have one? Oh, I have a couple. I like the one with the Burgermeister, the Meister, the Heat Miser. The Year Without and a Santa Claus. The year yeah. without, that I could watch. Well, fun, right, Costa? Right. That's a yeah. great one. I am. First of all, I don't like musicals. So that March of the Wooden Soldiers. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Do, 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 do. I just, I don't get it. But anyway, that's been broiling in my system for like two months. <laughs> this great. is my therapy. This is my therapy. <laughs> and my cousin would just kept playing it, wouldn't change the channel. I wanted to punch him. <laughs> that's my wife. She was you there. Know, you know what, Ollie? The wooden soldiers. Oh God! You know what, Ollie? Those guys yeah. must have been on their last dollar to make that flop. 
Oh, uh, by the way, if you want to watch a great movie, watch uh, Stan and Ollie. It's a biopic. Oh, no, 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 no. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's the awesome. biopic. And it's uh, the, the actors. Uh, John C. Riley plays Oliver Hardy. Fantastic. The other guy. Great. All right. Enough of that. Costa came here to talk about hockey. Costa. <laughs> Are you sure? Maybe he came. Maybe he didn't. I think he came here to enjoy uh, my rant. Right. That too. Anyways, what's yes. the name is gone next season? I guarantee right now, Quinn is oh. gone next season. He, yeah. he is going. Everybody, stop bitching. He's going nowhere this season. He's getting a fucking mulligan. So, so everybody, cool your fucking jets. He's staying. Next season, then. But I think he's gone next season. I, I just I just think that the expectations now that they're too high. We spent this money and now people want I don't know if, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to say a playoff berth, but you get the idea. You want to see progress. And, yeah. and eh, you know, I, I think, do you think we're, we're almost halfway in, into the season, right? Mm -hmm. were, were, were we better off last year at this time or worse off at this time? You had a, well, the first half of the season, they had all the veterans. They had Zuccarello. They had all the guys that they sold off. They had Kevin Hayes. They had players that could play. This year, you got a bunch of mamalukes or like under 21 playing most of the games. That's all different. Yeah, we're worse off. I really? Think. But this is the rebuild. Last year was the tearing down. Don't you think so? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, I would agree. But I think, and I said this before, I think, I think. The fact we we spend all that money on fucking Panarin and Trubo, they kind of the expectation kind of went up a little bit. But that's their fault, Costa. Uh, I, that's I agree. With that. Fault. I don't know if the fans what they think translates to what the Rangers do in the front office. Hopefully, it doesn't, because we'd be firing, let hating every guy on the team. But. We'd have a new coach every three months. Yes. <laughs> you, you also make the point, Costa, which I think could be valid, that maybe J.D. wants his own guys in there. Mm, yep. You know, because because remember, J.D. Uh, didn't hire these guys. No, I... I didn't hire these guys. I think, no, actually, no. Gordon hired... Gordon hired Quinn, but Sather basically gave the the reins to Gordon. But do you really think do you really think JD would have taken the job if he wasn't in lockstep with the GM and the coach? With the coach having just been hired and the GM basically just embarking on a rebuild, would JD really come in here and think if this isn't working in a year and a half, I'm going to tear it all apart and bring my people in here? Then why then why did he come here in the first place? Because he, he wanted to come home? 
Well, I think they look at this as a three-year deal. Like, it's like it's not going to happen overnight. But I think if Quinn struggles next year and they get off to a bad start or guys regress, yeah, yeah, I could see him getting fired. I don't see him getting fired this year. Exactly. He ain't getting fired. People need to fucking pipe down. That's right. Exactly. They all need to fucking pipe down. So everybody shut up. And just said he's for what it is, and then next season we'll see. Yeah, I mean they got the youngest team in the league. What do you think this has done? Who was he? A miracle worker? I mean, what is he supposed to do? You want to quibble about time on ice and who plays and who does? It's the same thing with every coach. I see every Ranger coach has got some idiot out there down a goal. Hey. This you, is got, our, you got to admit, this the, is, fact, the fact he put in McCag at the end but, of the game, I'm sure fucking drove people nuts. Yeah, oh. but well, but I think Eddie makes a good point. You know, this is the third coach, the third head coach that the Rangers have had since we started doing this show, and the complaints are the same for every coach. The, the complaints have been too. the same. They're the same people. It's complaints about ice time. It's complaints about line changes. Do does does everyone does everyone just forget how many line cha- line combinations John Tortorella used to have, and how often he changed them? They would change every game. Same with AV. Same with David Quinn. Guess what? Coaches change lines. They mix things up. Uh, I, don't, I don't see that much. Um, it, but it's it's, just, okay. it's the same bitching. It's the same thing, same people, same same things about each coach. Yeah. Under A V the defense was terrible. Under Torts, they didn't like the they didn't like the line combinations. They didn't like the power play. They didn't like the penalty killing. They didn't like this. They didn't like it's the same You're never same satisfy kitchen. these people. Right. It's just and I'm not saying they don't have valid points, but just to fire and keep firing. I mean you know, we've done this show 10 years or so, maybe more. I mean, and like Jim said, I've seen every hair-trigger reaction by Ranger fans. Just got to calm down. Now, if they drop six, seven, eight in a row, then maybe get your dander up and you get in there and say, well, maybe this guy is the right thing. You see Adam Fox progression, nothing. You uh, see, Kako is just moping around the ice. Uh, you know, maybe then there's something. But I, for this point in the Ranger evolution, where are you going to get? What coach is going to come in here and, and make it all good? What are you going to do? Dig up fucking, um, fucking, fucking, oh, is he still alive? Is the cat still alive? Emil Kratz is still alive yes. and well. Yes. If, if you go back to, into the time machine and grab him in his prime and he comes here, he's going to make a fucking difference? No. Speaking of talking about going back in time, did you guys uh, see that interview with Wayne Gretzky that he said that he would never be able to score as many goals now as he would have done in the 80s? Yeah, I, get, I, said, I, said, I put that in. That, oh, that you saw that. That's very good. It's a good pickup. And I totally agree with him. 
because first of all, the the gold tennis equipment is you know, pretty outrageous, and 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 just the, the, the talent is just that much better now. That's exactly right. Like, I, and what, what's his name mentioned that in one of the viewing parties? I told him, I asked him, Dugay. He says, yeah, these guys are like in the gym. They're fucking. They're fucking. These guys are rooms. Fucking they're two years old. They got trainers at two years old, three years old, skating lessons, the rest. All fit. Used to drink in the off-season. Now they train (laughs) in the off-season. What do you think, Jim? You seem to be chomping at the bit here. All I'll say is Punch Imlac couldn't coach these guys (laughs) to, 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 to be much better than they are. People just got you got to be patient. You know, everybody said when they when they sent this letter out, oh great, we're going to rebuild. It's going to be great. It's going to be you know, got to be patient. I you know we've been saying the same thing for twenty one months now, or I guess actually we're coming up on almost two years since the letter. Right. These things take years, years. You want to be like you know you want to build like Tampa Bay did and Chicago and L A and the more success Boston. You want to be like that takes years. That doesn't happen in in two years. Right. Yeah. Takes years. Yeah. I think the Ranger fan is disheartened by the fact that Leah Sanderson turned out to be a zero. Well, if you didn't want to be disheartened, you should have picked another team because that's <laughs> all this team is, is disheartenment. Is that a word? Disheartenment? No, yeah, it could be. And now they see Kako is struggling and it's they're getting very upset. And you I know the hockey fan, especially the Ranger fan, is an emotional animal. We are <laughs> ruled by our emotions. It's mostly anger and despair that we delve into. Dehar- disheartenment is indeed a word. I looked it up. Wow. Well, uh, disheartenment is also a part of being a Ranger <laughs> fan. And if you're not prepared, you're rooting for the wrong team, as Jim said. Right. Uh, nothing comes easy with this team. And if you thought a rebuild was going to take a year, now, yeah. I thought getting Panarin and Truba is a good deal because they're young. They're in their prime. In two right. years, they're still going to be in their prime. So it's a good deal. But I think, as Costa said, some Ranger fans took that as, oh, we're going to make, we, we're going right. to be good. We, we've and arrived. We've arrived. We're good and we're young. No. Let's be thankful that Artemi Panarin is a legitimate stud. New York hasn't gotten to him. He came as advertised. He came as advertised. How many times have we seen that since we arranged your fans? You can count on one hand. Exactly. You can count him on one hand. He's legit. There's no bones about it. He's one of the top players in this league. And they got him for what the next six, seven years? Yep. Yep. So and look how look how many look how many players we got we got and we and we fucking fleeced the other team. Zabinajad, we fleeced Ottawa. Stroll, we fleeced the Oilers. You know what I'm saying? So you know there's some good things coming. Yeah. You know that the just now let's let's get to to some more so more important shit. Okay. I said this many times, and I'm going to say this again. There's no reason you can't give Ryan Strom five years, 5.5 mil a season. I think that's a very fair 
deal for this guy. Well, Would you agree or disagree? Well, uh, first of all, I'm shocked that you actually want to shell out money for anybody. Right. Since you're basically, because you don't want. Here's, but because here's the thing, and I, and I looked this up. We're going to have about 15.7 million cap space, which is going to go up because the, the cap's going to go up next season. So figure eh, 17.7 mil in cap space. And that counts all the dead cap space too. Okay. okay. All right. If you you give you give Strong five point five mil, okay. Now the the big problem is going to be fucking D'Angelo. D'Angelo's going to get want to get paid. He's going to get must get paid. And the only what's that Trump he, money? What? I'm only kidding. Well, anyways, yeah. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? If he if he, if we win a cup and he's on the team, no one's gonna care that he's a Trump supporter. Nobody's gonna give a fuck. I don't care. I shouldn't it. care anyway. Exactly. I, I said a thousand times. Shouldn't care anyway. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> right. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, are, are 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 these people? These people that do care, this is all I'll say. These people that do care, like these people that go nuts on Twitter and all this other bullshit, do they are they honestly that fucking stupid that they think that Tony D'Angelo is the only Republican on the team? There's 20 guys on the team. Yeah. The odds are they're not all Democrats. Sorry especially, to disappoint you. Especially athletes. I mean, granted, some of them aren't U.S. citizens, so they probably don't even have a political party, but... I'm sure that whatever political party they're affiliated, I'm sure some of them have right, you know, they lead to the right when it comes to their politics. Right. But these fucking morons are so stupid. Anyway, go ahead. As you were. Okay. Continue. So that's gonna that's gonna take us down to about about twelve point two mil. Now again, like I said, Gandalf's gonna get wants to get paid. Yeah. now my my and this and I'm and I'm and D'Angelo. I'm going to lump in you too. I said to keep and this and this and and this might not be this might be not a good idea, but you might have to make a long term commitment to these two guys. You might have, because remember they're 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 on an arbit they're going to be arbitration eligible this off season. I think both of them. And I think what's his name too? I think Georgiev too is gonna be or no. But anyways, even if he is Georgiev is gone. I think so. Would you what? Did you miss the first segment of this whole show? We just Sorry. said they brought up Chess Jerkin. <laughs> so we talked to Matt Brown about Chess Jerkin. Is is somebody be under the weather, maybe? Possibly. All right. Hey, 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 hey. Anyway, right. I hope you feel anyway. better there, champ. <laughs> anyways. Like I said, like I said, you're gonna, you might have to um, make a long-term deal with these two guys, and and you're gonna, and maybe you're gonna have to backload the contracts. You know what I'm saying? You might have to you, because remember, next the end of next season, you got what? Fucking almost twenty mil coming off the cap, coming off the books. Free at last. Long free quiz. at last. Free at last here at WNEW. Like I said, like I said, Lundquist, um, Stolens, and Smith are off the books. 
you could pay those. You could pay those guys going forward. You may, you may have to. Um, you may have to. Um, uh, you know, um, um, stroke their egos a little bit. Those two guys. But um, again, if, like I said, if you want to, if you want to, you might have to keep them long term to keep them. You know, you might have to pay them. This um, is the way I feel right now. Right now, what's today's day? Uh, the the sixth. Yeah. January sixth, twenty twenty. I feel that I don't give a shit if they lose Strom or D'Angelo. <laughs> I don't care. I don't think Strom is integral to the Rangers' future. I think Tony D'Angelo is good, but I don't think he's ever going to be something crazy. He's a liability in his own zone, his own zone. But that comes with being a scorer. Yep. So to me, are they going to be part of the Rangers' future? I don't know. I'm just not like I'm not going to move hell and high water to get these signed guys signed long term. But it's, again, if you could keep if you could keep Strom at a, at a reasonable rate, are you are you going to say yeah, oh, I would turn that down? Get him out of here. Get this bum out of here. No. I mean, he's still. I'll tell you this. 25. I'll tell you this. If you put a gun to my head, I'd rather keep Strom Strom than Kreider. <laughs> Am I right? Would you if you, if you had a Kreider? Kreider, you can get something for. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. If it's Strom, you could probably get something for Strom if, if he keeps playing this. You know what? Enough of this conjecture. I don't want conjecture anymore. Let's deal in reality. Because <laughs> half the scenarios we made up are never even going to come up. Backloading and front loading and caps going up. It's going down. Uh, the people with the money. I'm only kidding. I enjoy the uh, banter back and forth. Right. All right, Costa. I'm punching out. <laughs> You're punching out, Maverick. I'm punching out, Maverick. All right. I'll see you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, Bye, by the way, Costa, nope. before you hang up there, we're throwing around a date for getting the band back together. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I knew it There's rumors. I, 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 and I, I have, I have, I, I have the dates all typed up. <laughs> the dates when the next party's gonna be. Oh, uh, he lives for these parties. I man. told you, I had to throw it out. This is wrestling conventions. The only reason he leaves the house. I'll tell you now. He comes to idiot box show. Yeah, yeah everyone. Shows. Everyone but one. And he's been a fantastic supporter of everything that I've done. I consider oh, that man a friend. Done. You've both done for that matter. Yes. Okay. All right, Costa. All right. Bye. I'm punching out Maverick. <laughs> Bye. One more call, I guess, before we're done. Okay. Uh, what's up, Mike? Hey, fellas. Hey, How are you? Mike Halleck. How hey, are how you? are you guys? Where are you? I'm at an ice cream shop, actually. <laughs> Twenty degrees out. He's out getting ice cream. Where are you at? Basket? Is yeah. it Basket Robbins? No, 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 Basket Robbins. Carvel? No, at a place in uh in Howell, New Jersey, called Shivers. Oh, I was just right. talking to one of the guys about you guys. Oh, all right. Ah, is he a Ranger fan? Is he a Ranger hey, fan? Hey, uh, are you a hockey fan? A little bit. What team? Oh, look. Right. He is a Ranger oh, there you fan. Go. What's your name, man? Evan. Ev Evan. His name is Evan. Evan is. Right. My buddy, What's Jimmy, up, Evan? 
Evan, uh, this is Jim. He's a host of uh, Blue Shirt Underground show. Okay. That's Jim. You can't see Eddie's on the other end. Hey, That's Evan. Hey. What's up, Evan? See, I promote you all you the time, Eddie? guys. Why can't you see Eddie? I only see you, Jim. That's weird. But I can hear Eddie. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh. That's all good. I don't look all so right. hot anyway today. Oh <laughs> uh, well, neither do I. Yeah, with this setup, it's great. He's got the light going. Uh, you're, you're missing out. It's a, it's visually stirring. It's like uh, Avatar. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's quite quite a show. Right. Um, so uh, he's a little bit of a Ranger fan, which is good. Yeah, he's a young right kid now, too. Young kid too. Yeah. Right now, it's good to be a little bit of a Ranger fan. Later, you get into it when they get good. Right. Yeah. So you, so you can experience yeah, Trooper's heart. I can't get over Costa being the uh, the cap uh, cruncher for this team. He's the capologist. Capologist, yeah. that's the name. Thank you. I'm he's, amazed that he wants to pay for anybody. He's the uh, he's the Bob Cratchit of the show. Yeah, he keeps I'm, cracking I, the books. I was cracking up on the way over here, uh, listening to him about that. It's first thought out of my mind. He don't want to pay any, anything, so why would he want to shell money out? So uh, he likes that Ryan Strom. He likes him some Ryan. He loves the trade. The fact that the Rangers fleece the Oilers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's all about, he likes getting something for nothing. Yes. He, like, he likes a bargain. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. He likes a good bargain. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on Chess Yerkin being? Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I When I first saw it, I found a picture of him, and I got a few friends on my uh, Facebook uh, friends list who are Devils fans including my cousin, and a friend of mine is an Islander fan who I was hoping they would see it. Uh, you, need, you need better friends. Yeah. Yeah, I don't talk to him. He used to work with me, so not anymore. But uh, pretty excited and hoping that uh, it's the beginning of uh, the czars taking over. But obviously it's not going to happen right away. But uh, I'd like to see what he's going to do against a good team. Yeah, let's see it. Let's yeah. Be thrown right yeah, he gets the, the start. Hold on, hold on see, a second. See, nice before he gives up a goal. They got my ice cream. Nice. <laughs> get, a, get a pint of chocolate chip cookie dough over here? Nah, just a couple uh, couple small vanilla soft serves. So. Let me get in the lights so you guys can see me. Sorry. Got to hurry home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like 30 degrees out here, so I don't think it'll melt. So I ain't worried. Did you see that Keurig uh, uh, is making a soft serve ice cream like like the coffee maker like the size of that really no I, no i didn't I never my, leave the house my aunt gave us one for our wedding and we never used it and uh and i always heard yeah the keurig my wife is not into it neither am i i always heard uh the magic the c word was involved in it which would be cancer so i don't know oh, if that's really? true or not but but yeah it, huh. i don't i just i just brew my own pot of uh Good old Wawa coffee here in New Jersey, which is probably the best, and that's all I need. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, don't uh, don't quote me on that. I just my wife and uh, I. Listen, you know. hey, everybody's got their uh, you know ways of life. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Jim, you have any questions for Mike? No, you already asked him what he thinks of Chess York. And any any other thoughts on on what's going on? You keeping Strom? You trading Strom? You keeping Crowder? Oh, I, would, you I definitely, Crowder? I, I would definitely keep him. Uh, I don't like. I think you guys said it last time. Uh, I can never say his name right. George Georgiev, Gorgiev, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, 
I don't see why you trade him because I don't think you can get anything for him. You're going to get minimal, minimal. You know, I, I think, Eddie, I think Jim, you said it. He's not a number one starter in the league. He just happens to be playing better than uh Baba shampoo or Baba Kung Fu, as I said earlier. Uh, just, you know, no reason to make any drastic moves. You know, if somebody comes with a nice offer, you know, definitely trade Kreider. That's a definite. Um, there really is no reason to ship. But I do want to see if, because he tore up the KHL and he tore up the AHL. I'd like to see him in the Ranger uniform at Madison Square Garden or even on the road too and see how he, how Igor plays and uh, get a look at what we have to have coming our way in the future. Yeah. I'm anticipating and seeing what he's all about, like his style yeah. and, and all this stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, like I said earlier, I do like the fact that he's playing a good team in Colorado. Good players on that team. He's not playing like uh, the Devils or uh, any other uh, low-end team, you know, that he can get an easy win. Like if he gets and plays well here, that's a good sign, in my opinion. Uh, Mike, I'm anxious to see a... how he recovers after the Avalanche score a minute and a half oh, into the game. Here we go. <laughs> Mike, uh, what's your view on uh, paper straws? Mario Magado wants to know. <laughs> I usually don't use a straw. If I'm drinking at a restaurant, I drink out of the glass. So. Okay. All right. Well. All right. All right, Mike. Well, well we're going to wrap then. things up. All right, guys. Enjoy Thank it. So uh, much, happy New Year. By the way, Jim, congratulations on the engagement. Yeah, we haven't met to that. Yeah, I've been trying. I'm trying to get in on that uh, to see you guys before. And uh, I think I posted in the group. Is the next viewing party an engagement party? <laughs> no. No. Really? Do you think that these, these lovely people would want these uh, eccentric people at a serious... <laughs> Uh, and Costa, if you're listening, no coffee pot, okay, for a uh, wedding gift, all right? Yes. So there we, you got go. a, we got a Kerrig. <laughs> oh, no. Keep using it. Don't listen to what, what I said, but that's just my feeling. Make hot chocolate in it, coffee, whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. All right, Mike. Take care. Happy New Year, right, guys. Happy New Year, guys. Happy holidays. Later, See Mike. you guys soon, all right? See ya. See ya. Commercial wow. for Shivers Ice Cream. What are they, what are they sponsor the show? Shivers eyes, shiver me shivers timbers. Ice. Oh, oh, shiver <laughs> me timbers. There you go. Well, another right. show is in the books there, Jim. We've said it all. We've said it all. We did it all. We uh, succeeded where others have failed. And the next time we uh, join these fine people, we will have taken a good look. At the czar, Igor Shestyurkin. Yes. Uh, and then he'll see. get blown out, and then right. Richard fans will say, they brought him up too early. Right. They ruined the kids. He stinks. This defense is terrible. Another wasted draft pick. Right. Another bust. Yeah. Yep. Hysteria. He's the next Al Montoya. Bring up Huska. <laughs> yeah, that'll be next. Bring up Huska. The kid's big. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I guess we'll come back Tuesday next week, which will which will give us four games to uh, to chew on 
including one Islander game. Yeah, unless something uh, crazy comes up in the interim. Yeah, that sounds good. Next Tuesday. All right. All right. Cue the music. All right, that'll wrap it up. Thanks to everybody for being here. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We will see you next Tuesday night. See if Czar Igor can get this going. If you want to sponsor the show on Patreon, you can do so. www.patreon.com slash Blue Shirt Underground Radio. You see it at the bottom of the screen there. Eddie, always a pleasure. Fantastico once again. It's too loud. I got to fix that. All right. We will see you guys next week. We love you. Take care. Enjoy your week. Get out, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.